Begin in your wilderness David W. Palmer. Luke 180 NLT, John grew up and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. God created, gifted, called, and graced John the Baptist to operate in the spirit and power of Elijah. God's written word informed and empowered his ministry, he was to be a forerunner for Jesus, preparing the way for him. During his years of preparation for this vital ministry, John lived away from his peers in the public eye, until God needed to display him. This implies that he was in solitude, communing with the Father, and separated from worldly input. However, it also implies a degree of loneliness and isolation from his generation. Wilderness preparation was necessary for Jesus, John the Baptist, Moses, and Elijah, it was also needed for Israel before they entered the Promised Land. Even the amazing Apostle Paul prepared in a wilderness, see, Galatians 1 17. I wonder if we realize the power and potential of these isolated and barren time in our lives. John prepared in the wilderness. And God launched his assignment from there. Let us not resist our times in the wilderness, but see them as precious, an opportunity to develop our relationship with God. 2 Timothy 4 2 Alt, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season, figuratively, whether the time is favorable or not, convict, rebuke, and, encourage, with all patience and teaching. Isaiah 43-4 Litv, the voice of him who cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of Jehovah, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. 4. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the knoll shall be a level place, and the rough places a plain. We saw yesterday that Isaiah's prophetic word described, called, and empowered John to be a voice, one who proclaims God's word as his mouthpiece. Today, we note that Isaiah's word continues by telling us the location of John's voice ministry, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Isaiah 43 NKJV. Normally, we don't like wildernesses or wilderness experiences. They are dry, desolate, isolated places or times in our lives. Although we do not all live in physical wildernesses, we often use this term to describe life circumstances that are unfavorable or barren. Despite its lack of natural fruitfulness, this is from where John's ministry in the spirit and power of Elijah sprang. The Holy Spirit also led Jesus into the wilderness, where he began proclaiming God's word in spiritual warfare. The wilderness was also from where his ministry and public preaching emerged, see, Luke 4 1-18. To operate in the spirit and power of Elijah, are you willing to allow the Holy Spirit to take you to a wilderness, like he did with Jesus, Paul, John the Baptist, and Elijah? This is so you can begin proclaiming his word in there and as you emerge from there. Perhaps you have been in a place of unfruitfulness and barrenness. Amazingly, even from such a season, God can bring you into a new season of fruitfulness as you fill yourself with his word, see yourself in it, accept his new call, and allow the living word of God to overflow from you. The overflow of what he is doing in you by his word will define the ministry he wants to do through you. Others will see it and recognize it. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and be confident in His overflow. His timing in putting it into you will coincide exactly with His need to release it through you. As He says in His Word, I am Jehovah your God, open your mouth wide, and I will fill it, Psalms 81:10 MKJV. God's creation of, and image for, you are perfect. Matthew 3 4 DKJV, John's clothing was made from camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Everything is in the Bible for a reason, every word counts. Here the Holy Spirit describes John's food and clothing, a basic diet of natural food and a rough leather outfit. His lifestyle and wardrobe was in keeping with his calling. God created John for this ministry, his personality was a perfect fit for the message God gave him to preach. Furthermore, 
Father wisely led him to live in the desert until he appeared in public, in the full bloom of his ministry. His image reflected this and was perfectly suited to his assignment in life and in the Word. God created you perfect for presenting the message you are destined to communicate. He will guide you in your clothing, suited to the message and relevant to your current season in life. He will also speak to you about diet, temperance, and the disciplining of your physical body. All of these are important in fulfilling His purpose for you. Paul, who succeeded in his assignment, calling, and ministry long-term, confirms our need to wisely and strictly discipline our physical body. 1 Corinthians 9:27 Sev, I keep my body under control and make it my slave, so I won't lose out after telling the good news to others. 1 Timothy 6:8 Alt, but having food and clothing, with these, things, we will be content. Today, I encourage you to meditate on Jesus, Moses, Elijah, John the Baptist, and Paul's example. They all invested time in a wilderness season before God launched them into their destined ministry and assignment for Him. Are you ready to have your desire for, and commitment to, operating in the spirit and power of Elijah lead you to a change of circumstances, albeit temporarily, a change of location, a change of diet, a change of attire, image, and a stricter routine? To inspire us in this, let's look at the humility of our Lord and Leader, Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. He left the glorious environment of His home in heaven to come into the sin-ridden environment of earth on His mission from God. His clothing, diet, location, and routine all reflected His call and assignment. Philippians 2 5-8 MSG, Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of Himself. He had equal status with God but didn't think so much of Himself that He had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, He set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave, became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death, and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion.